Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 757, Gran Machismo. Oh. What? Um, Joe's not here. We would get a Razor Ramon. There's a whole thing. Never mind. Go on. Continue. Is that a wrestling thing? Yeah. Oh. He was all about the Machismo. Oh. I did not know that I had made a wrestling reference. You did, and you didn't even know it. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. well, there's your one. There, that's <laughs> that's one out of every 757 episodes, apparently. <laughs> so I will see you guys in episode 1500 and oh jeez, carry the one two. I don't know, twelve. <laughs> ah, f- New ah. math. Yeah. So uh, this will be easy. Let's go around the table. And everybody can introduce themselves. This is Kevin. This is Tom. Joe's out. He's on a family vacation, making uh, salsa. Making salsa. No, he notified us in advance, so oh. <laughs> that's that's okay. So uh, it's just the two of us. We so just the two just of us. Don't we'll have to pay for it. Oh, sorry, I'll do the Will Smith version. Well, I think you still have to pay for that. Oh. You just have to pay somebody different. Oh, yeah. So uh, what we were gonna do something else? What were we gonna do? What were we gonna do? Well, we what was I, we, that horror? Oh, we were movie. gonna do. Well, we were gonna do Equalizer. And oh, right. then I, there was no way to see it. I was in New York this week because my son went off to college, and had so, to go see Broadway instead of seeing the new. Denzel yeah, so movie, I saw huh? MJ, and uh, <laughs> how was it? It was okay. Yeah, like I mean, like obviously the songs are great, sure, and the performances are great. Like That's the, good. they the, sound. They, was he, oh my god, totally like, okay. sounded like Michael Jackson. Like yeah. uh, you know what I mean? It had the dance moves down, and like and. And honestly, the highlight of the show there's like a little kid who plays Michael Jackson as a little kid, and it, that was. Crazy! Do they do like talent. flashbacks to Jackson? 5 yeah, because they kind of tell his life story, yeah. except for the you know the uh, they they mention it obliquely. 
Mm. You know, like it's, but it's, it's still just hard to like, like I, like I feel like I can separate it enough to where like if you hear a Michael Jackson song that you like, that you're still like, that's a good song, right? It's just been so weird since that documentary. Yeah, but to like watch a whole thing that's about him yeah. is a, is a big ask. So, yeah. but it but it is very very well done. Okay, like I you know, but it's it's like this yeah. is weird. Yeah, it's all weird. So, okay. but anyway, so we were up we were up there visiting my son who goes to school in Connecticut. So we stayed in New York, and he took the train up, and so that was nerve wracking, exciting to put him on a train by himself. Yeah, like he's like some kids, like you feel like they've got it sure. right, and you're like he's not one of those kids. So. <laughs> It's, <laughs> it's, it's but I, but I keep telling telling my wife I'm like look the only way he's going to get there is to just like okay maybe he'll miss a stop and he'll have to take a fifty dollar right. Uber ride I don't know and maybe that will finally teach him to pay attention in a different way uh, you know I'm gotta in, learn sometime right I'm like so like this is what what this yeah. you'll know, fly a little birdie so right you can't be there with him so right. uh, you know he'll figure it out he's a smart kid and a good kid so. yeah I mean sometimes you know not having that safety net is the is the best course yeah. of action. So anyway, uh, so what we're we talking about? Tough love. You're wondering, yeah, yeah. And yeah. You're just saying like, if you miss your stop, I'm not sending you any money. You're gonna have no. to sleep on the curb. Gonna have to wash dishes. Yeah. <laughs> in the back of the Amtrak train car. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. So uh, what? Uh, shameless plugs. Let's do those. Uh, uh, don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. We have a new one. Oh, goodness. Yes. Would you like me to read it? Well, yeah. That's what, was, what the dramatic This is called for. filling time because it's not pulled up. Oh. <laughs> Drag it no, out. No, I would not like to hear well, it. Well, that's too Give bad. Give me Tom. two good reasons why I should want to hear this review. You know review. what? One, it's already pulled up. And two, it's very nice. Okay. It's called Keep Up the Great Work, Five Stars. Found your podcast a while back after Kevin Guest hosted on another podcast. And after listening to one show, I subscribed. I look forward to hearing, now sometimes watching YouTube, and what you guys have to say on the new releases each week. Love that you guys don't pull punches and both break down movies as well as entertain along the way. I look forward to your new shows every week, and I'm glad you hit every type of movie. Keep up the great work. That is by Matthew Dunn, 21. Well, thank you, Matthew Dunn, 21. Yes. We look forward to you changing that when you turn 22. <laughs> every year. Or maybe he was born in 21, and that was written by a two-year-old, which would oh, be... Oh, you were saying 2021. I was thinking 1921. Oh, or 102-year-old. Either way, it's impressive. <laughs> It's impressive that a two-year-old could write like that. It's a, impressive that a 102-year-old can work a, an iPhone and still go to the movies once a week. Or as he would call them, the picture shows. <laughs> the talkies. <laughs> the talkies. <laughs> so, um, so but, but for real, thank you. But if you like the show enough to leave that review, us talking about you like this is probably exactly what you were hoping for. It's a dream come true <laughs> for Matthew Dunn 21. Your life's work. Yes. You'll have to find new goals to achieve. Yeah, add now. that to your LinkedIn. Yeah. Uh, go review Circle of Wizards. <laughs> so, uh, we're, oh, we're, oh, shameless plugs. Also, don't forget we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. It's called the League of Show Shares because we're hoping you'll share an episode. People who were kind enough to share an episode last week include Tom Dowdy, Travis Tewitt, Ralph Tribble, Tammy Lynn Powers, Bet. 
Jason McLean, Chris Valls, Glenn Cougar, Mellon Brewer, Julianne Jordan, Jeff Michael, Chris Magic Man, Gabriel Lugo, Dissect That Film, Taylor Ward, Christopher Rex, Edit Photo Gamer, Mike Mike and Oscar, Invasion of the Remake, Batman Rye Guy, Spoiler Piece Theater, We Geek Girls, that's a new one. Hello, girls. You can call them girls because they call themselves girls. Oh, that's if right was there in we, the name. If it was We Geek Women and I said, hello, girls. That wouldn't be right. That would be offensive. Yeah. I know these things because I am a feminist. There you go. So, Perfect. Uh, where was I at? Oh, yeah, on the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and Film, Ryan Terry. Why aren't their names there next week? That's <laughs> yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one and done. <laughs> it's, it's, you know. Not uncommon for me. Feeling <laughs> film, Ryan Terry, Nostalgia Cast, Ronnie Castle, In Session Film, Binge Movies, The Film B, Geek to Me Radio, and Matt Naglia. So thank you very much for sharing an episode. We greatly appreciate it. Don't forget we also have a YouTube channel where you can watch us in color. And uh, and leave of, comments. And leave comments. Like oh, Matthew Dunnigan734, who I'm going to put on my detective hat, <laughs> my monocle, and my Sherlock Holmes pipe. Yes. I'm going to say that's the same person as Matt You put on Dun- a pipe? No, I'll put on my monocle and smoke my... Oh, you said you were going to put on your monocle and a pipe. I was like, how do you put on a pipe? Well, I'll show you, Tom. I was a little worried (laughs) where it's being put. (laughs) That's for Real Spoilers After Dark. It's a different show. So I'm guessing that's the same person. So thank you again for subscribing on YouTube. He just had a fun comment on the la- on the Blue Beetle episode. He said, how can you use that photo of Tom? It looks like a bad Photoshop. It is a bad Photoshop. What? I Photoshopped it. I don't know what you did. I put your clip-out photo, cut out the background, and put you in the Shining Hotel. What? <laughs> like with the carpet in the background? Because we weren't uh, – our video didn't work. Oh, our video. I didn't know remember? our video didn't work. I don't remember that. Yeah, because the thing didn't record, so I had to have you send oh, me your audio, that, remember? Okay. So I, I had you to said s- to me the audio, it never clicked for me that then the video didn't work. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. So so I had to scramble for something to put on YouTube, and I okay. cut out your clip-out background, the white background right. of your headshot, and put yeah. you with the shining carpet in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, Kevin looks like it's a family photo headshot. It was. Yeah. And Joe looks like he's in court trying not to laugh. <laughs> Just like a picture of Joe in a suit. And yeah. uh, he said, overall, love your guys' takes. If, Keep up the great work. If Joe was in a suit, he was probably in court. <laughs> it's the was. only reason he would wear one. And uh, Joe did comment and say, I'm always trying not to laugh. It's because so, I'm so funny. Yes. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so thank you very much, uh, Matthew Dunnigan, who may or may not be the same person yes. as our reviewer. <laughs> and uh, finally, don't forget, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content. We like you extra, and you get to see where Kevin puts that pipe so (laughs) there's all that let's uh let's dig in shall we so now you played went through and played the seven gran turismo games right if this movie didn't tell me it was based on a video game (laughs) i would have no idea well don't worry they tell you (laughs) oh they do they ever (laughs) okay so this is this is going to be interesting because i've been waiting i haven't talked to you about this movie yet i want to hear because you have someone that i grew up playing gran turismo on playstation one the very first game i i don't mean to be pedantic but i'm pretty sure it's pronounced playstation (laughs) (laughs) wow that's actually good that you know the 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 little (laughs) intro thing um no but so i played on the original playstation i've played almost every version i actually haven't played the ps5 i'm sorry you played on the what i'm sorry what you you played on the witch console PlayStation. There you go. <laughs> I played on PS1, PS2, PS3. I, I 
I don't know. I think they skipped PS4, which was very weird to have a whole eight years of console without a Gran Turismo there right. the whole time. So they came out with this. It was a dark time it in was American a, history. It was. I know you were yeah. losing sleep over it. It was a sad, sad chapter. So there's one on PS5 I just have not played yet. But anyway, so I've played at least six of these things, and I grew up playing them, so I'm familiar with what they are and how they operate. And it was interesting to see how they use the game mechanics in the movie, but also, to me, I started off the movie going, man, this feels like a commercial. And I just want to hear from someone who didn't play the games yeah. and wasn't familiar. So all this was new information, how that appeared to you. Because the beginning of the movie is like the creator of Gran Turismo created oh, yeah. the ultimate driving simulator. But I'm like, dude, we're at the movie. And right. like, I, like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I mean, this this is a PG-13 movie. I don't think you're allowed to suck your own like it was but here we are like i mean i get it and i'm not saying the game's bad the game is very good it's very popular but like the movie opens like it's a commercial for grand turismo i'm like we're at the movie about this like you don't have to the opening of the film all other driving games are dog (laughs) yeah precisely i mean that is essentially what they're saying so anyway i don't know if that was like don't talk like that about pole position I don't know if that was a contractual object. Like, obviously, Sony Studios or Sony, whatever they're called, like, their division is producing the movie. They've got The Last of Us TV show. They did the Uncharted movie with Tom Holland. So they've been they've been on a roll making some money with these movies, and they're obviously very involved. In- and the quickest way to know if you're watching a Sony movie is people actually use Sony phones. Oh, it's the right. only time so I they- ever remember that they exist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, what is that weird thing he's holding? That's not an iPhone. And then it's like, oh, yeah, Sony makes phones. And then, oh, yeah, this is a Sony movie. And then also they're, like, buying people MP3 players that no one's ever seen in their life. Like, like well, you and make just, a well, standalone just MP3, MP3 player? players at, at all. Right. But but, but so, if, my first, now my now now the big question is wait do the Sony smartphones not play <laughs> no, music you, you have to buy you have to buy an MP3 player <laughs> like why not buy them a phone that does it too but so I you know what I think that that's about what's that I think because this is a true story and from what I can gather it's fairly yeah. accurate I think it's because there's a time jump. Like, this movie really is taking place in, like, 2003. But... And so... No, but... You know what, though? But this is the strange thing. They have him playing Gran Turismo on PS5. Right. Right. So the movie is set in the present day. But the story... It's based on. So if you got the guy an MP3 player in 2000, they want to keep that little thing as part of the story. Like it's a thing he did for this guy. Because I find this strange that the PS5 just came out a couple years ago, and this is based on a true story from not a couple years ago. Right. And so they put it in modern time to sell PS5s and Gran Turismo 7s. Right. So it was a little odd with the time thing. Because I'm like, well, either set it in the time, or now you're telling a true story in present day. I don't know. That just. I, usually, when you tell a true story, you put it in the time period, yeah. and this is but odd. I guess to... I guess you could also just take it as like I guess this guy didn't even use a smartphone. I don't think we ever really saw him with a smartphone. He didn't seem like a smartphone type because no. he was still rocking a Walkman because yeah. you know he has to be quirky and yeah. and uh, and so like he bought sure. him that because you know. And this isn't a huge deal. I just thought it was funny yeah. that it's like 
the product placement was a Sony MP3 player. I don't think that anybody else left making them. I, well, I that's I mean, but you know, but talking about technology, it's just very funny to put all like we've got that, we've got that, and put all the Sony stuff in there, and it's like who has that? I've never seen one. I've seen more people with Zunes than Sony MP3 right. players. Like I just I, people haven't needed an MP3 player since iPods and iPhones came out. Right. So it's like the time gap of people buying MP3 players. Is yeah. Like anyway, so the movie starts out like that, and I think as from a movie standpoint, unless. You really think people don't know anything about this? That oh, it's based on. I mean, they're going to show you the kid playing the game. You're going to learn pretty quickly, right? I think as a storytelling and a film thing, I thought that was a really bad way to start the movie. So, as someone who <laughs> doesn't really play video games, yeah. doesn't care about auto racing, and doesn't really care about any of this, I like it. It it, it that that part actually didn't bother me, and okay. the reason it didn't bother me is because. I didn't realize that Gran Turismo was supposed to be this super in-depth racing simulator. Okay. I just thought it was another car driving game, one I of see. many. Like, I didn't realize that it did anything different than okay. the aforementioned pole so, position. Well, there you go. Yeah. So then then it was good, maybe, to explain what it is. Because for, for listeners that have never played the games or haven't seen the movie and don't understand, the Gran Turismo is very in depth with what you can tweak you do you can take your car apart and you put different tires different brakes right. different flywheel yeah. racing flywheel different clutch different you you really do take apart right. every part of the car and it and is, like if i had known that about the game i promise you i would never play it yeah that sounds awful it, well so here's the like difference. none of that sound i know that there are uh, clearly it's a popular game right yeah and i know that there are people out there who would love that sort of thing their car guys right. out there that that would be their jam for me right for a non-car guy i don't even change my own wipers right it's what i got a wife for and i'm like <laughs> i'm not like not like yeah. i'm like and that's fun yeah you're paying someone for that <laughs> but so but th- which is fine because you know what there are a trillion other cars absolutely so, yeah. so so they're you know these are older games, but through the years, you have your Daytona USA, your Cruising USA, and Cruising Exotica, which is not a porn. Is that, oh, no, that's no, a shame. A, I was like, wait a second, no. I might be turning around on this whole Cruising thing. Erotica. Is okay. The par- yeah. Well, so, you got to really be concerned too when if you think about the Al Pacino movie Cruising. Uh, right. Now it's a whole, it's a whole different. different that's thing, right? that that pole <laughs> position means. <laughs> entirely different so there are all these games that are very arcadey i mean they are literally arcade games and they've made home ports to the console so gran turismo is a simulator which means you know in daytona usa you just turn the wheel to the left or the joystick to the left and you can whip around corners at 200 miles an hour arcade doesn't have time for you to be changing your brakes like they got to churn they love the quarters but yeah so but but in gran turismo if you're going 200 miles per hour around a corner and you just go to the left you hit the wall or you flip over or it, you it's it's realistic right and so this game is really does light. it handle like a car like, yeah i mean because physics... that's all i will say whenever i've played car driving games i'm really bad at them yeah and i don't feel like i'm really bad at driving like mm-hmm. i'm still alive right i haven't killed anyone not you know <laughs> but at, but at high speeds handling a car would be very different yeah than, so and, but whenever i play those games i'm like i this doesn't feel like a car at all yeah. right like it and so i just chalked it up to where it's like well i probably shouldn't get good at this because then i'll get in the car and i'll feel weird <laughs> and so 
but so I was just, yeah. So it, it feels more like driving a car because when you're playing, just again, like if you're playing cruising at uh, you know at the movie theater arcade and or Daytona USA, and you turn to the left, your car just like goes left. Like you can go 200 miles an hour, and it just goes across the screen. Like right. it, it's very like you hardly press it, and your car goes across the right, screen. Right? Yeah, it's sensitive. It's very sensitive. So yeah. no, so Gran Turismo is more realistic with the way you do things, but it isn't arcade, right? So there's arcade and there's simulator, and so the arcade games are very fun but for driving enthusiasts that's not how a car handles right so what gran turismo does is you not only take apart your car upgrade it do all this stuff but when you're on the track you have those lines and what they show in the movie i thought was very clever how in like the real life action of him racing the cars they would put the red lines Mm -hmm. and the green lines and the yellow lines so it tells you how to take the turn okay and as you accelerate or decelerate the line will turn from red to yellow to green like in real time it changes because if you take the turn at 200 miles an hour it's like a tutorial yeah it, it may be bad to take the turn like that and you like can, sometimes you're going into a turn and you want to speed up, right? Like it makes you cling or inside or right. outside. Or yeah, so it, but it's counterintuitive. Like you're like you know, right. it and feels you really got to you know work yourself into the mindset of like, no, this is not suicide. Right. Like I should speed up right now. And so, um, so is there a setting in the game that you could turn that off? Exactly. Like if you so, get really good so, now, like like you know. The, like these world champions. Like the expert they don't wanna, level on rock band. Right. So people can turn those off because they don't want to see those lines. But as you're learning, and it is standard, like they will turn they turn on. And that's how like I didn't know how to take those turns when mm-hmm. I first started playing the games. Right, right. I would always want to go on the inside because I was like, well, if I turn on the inside and I can't like turn tight enough, I'll go to the outside. Like I it gives you intuitively. Some, you, f- you feel like it gives you margin for error. Right. But yeah. that's not how it is. You take the turn wide and go into, you know, so there's that whole thing. So the, the movie does a great job of representing that. My, one of my complaints is they don't do it enough. Yeah, like because like when in, in an early scene where he's like the cops are chasing him mm. and it, he like gets he gets away from him and it's like cop avoidance achievement unlocked. I didn't like that because I, there's see, no cops in Gran Turismo and there's no mode like that. So that was gotcha. so unreal. I get what they were doing, like putting him in a video right. game. And I think taking the turns and stuff was cool. But when they made up achievements and cop avoidance. So see, that, I didn't know that that wasn't a thing. I was wondering why there were cops at a race Grand track. Grand Auto would do that. For sure. But Gran Turismo but I thought is there a track would, game. But I there's thought there no, would be more of that. And what was weird yeah. is when he had other achievements, like when he finally wins a race to get his racing license, yeah. I thought we'd get another one and mm. we didn't. Like yeah. They never did it again, and so it does it one time, and it's not, and it's re- not really part of the game. So, yeah, so yeah. I, I didn't like them making up. No, for, I get that for someone for twenty years that's seen the Gran Turismo games to see like cop avoidance achievement. I don't know. It was weird. I didn't like. It. I get that he lives in video games, but he really just lives in this game, right? And that game doesn't have that, so right. I wasn't a huge fan. And if they were going to do it more, like you said, like make it a thing, like right. lean into it and do it more. So. You know, I love Scott Pilgrim, and that game is based on a manga, and it's very video game and out there with all the art style. And it's cool that things pop up on the screen and achievements and levels, and they do but it the whole movie. But it's not based on a specific game, so they can kind of ste- – yeah. they can crib from anything. True, you but, know? But, but the style – it's consistent at right. least, right? So, like, the, it's – you know, they play a video game. There's all that stuff. So anyway – I did think it, tonally it was a little weird like that. But overall, I really liked it. I liked how they showed him in the game when it first starts out. So there's this kid, and I, you know, the, the character names, they escape me. So I'm going to look them up here real quick. Uh, does it matter? 
Probably not, but just for the ease of talking about it, instead of going, yeah. him, he did this. Uh, so Jan, Jan Mardenborough. Now, these are based on real people. So Jan is the main character, played by Archie Madwick. Really, other than him, the, the two other main people in the movie are his like driving coach, Jack Salter, played by David Harbour. And then Danny Moore is someone working in marketing for Gran Turismo and trying to pitch N- Nissan about putting on this competition. So he's played by Orlando. I Blue. believe it's pronounced Nissan. Yeah. If, I, <laughs> God, I, that drove in, me crazy. I, in my head, it's, it's like saying Porsche. You know, like yeah. in my head, I'm like, I know it's pronounced like Nissan. Just, you know, like that's the way. But like when I went to say it, I'm like, I can't say that. No. I, well, I, 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 I didn't think it was interesting that, like, later when you hear the TV people, yeah. they, they do have the American announcer saying Nissan. Okay, because it's like, that's what yeah. everyone says. Yeah, well, at least apparently everyone yeah. here, everyone yeah. there says Nissan. Yeah, but, you know, so I, I either way, potato, potato, <laughs> right? Yeah. So those are your main characters, and obviously there's other people on his drive team. Uh, Damon Hansu plays the father, and there's a bunch of other random people in his life. But those are your main cast of characters. And so Jan is really deeply into driving this driving simulator, Gran Turismo, which I, they're pleased playing on PS5. So again, it's a modern update. You're seeing like the most recent version of the game, which is a marketing thing. Again, this story right. didn't take place in the last couple of years, but he's playing on the new system. It's a you know commercial for the game. But he's playing this nonstop. And his dad is a former soccer player, and he wants him his, – his, his younger brother is really into soccer and Jan doesn't want anything to do with it so his dad is you know looking down on him playing these games all the time and he's like when are you gonna grow up and You're wasting your time playing the video games exactly like doesn't he know if this is set in modern times like there's people making millions of dollars yeah. in video games <laughs> but uh, anyway so but I'm sure the real dad was uh, you know skeptical because especially when it was taking sure. place I mean what are you doing wasting your time on those games we I mean ultimately never. like I like I don't I don't like when movies do this because it's like Obviously, the dad's wrong, but he's not wrong, right? In like, like it's ninety nine <laughs> right? percent like, of the time the dad is right. Yes, like we know because we're watching this movie, right? Like, like it's a like, it's a fluke because yeah. part of what the dad was concerned about was like it doesn't matter how good you are at video games. It, racing cars is for the uber wealthy. Right. You don't have a path to that world. There's no way for you to get there from here. Yeah. And it's only because they decided to do this marketing stunt and find kids that were good at the game and put them behind the wheel of the car and see if they would kill themselves. Like that's that's the only reason that there there was no reason to think that anything like this would ever even occur. I mean, it's basically Willy Wonka, right? Yeah, no, it really it does feel like that. I was thinking the same thing. And also, he's the dad. Is, like he doesn't understand that this is a simulator, similar to you, right? Right. Like, it's just not when you think about playing racing games. I mean, the dad probably played them in the arcade. You know, like, right. You don't think that you could go from playing an arcade game with a joystick, or even if you have a wheel, but you know, to, to driving a car. He, there's no path that playing takes Call you from, of Duty doesn't make you don't, don't, don't make you no Navy SEAL, right? Son. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do when you get out there? So the dad is very right in his thoughts, and the dad is not a bad person. Yeah. The, you know, and he's not played up to be a jerk. The dad no, he's is played not. up to be realistic, right. right? So like, we're not hating on him. Like, it's very normal because the dad's not even against chasing your dream he's like but the like soccer's the dream right like he's like you could go be a soccer player like maybe go do that not but like playing video games 
but and also we didn't see a lot of the dad being like you know i'm taking your driving wheel and breaking it over my knee like you know he, he yeah. wasn't destructive he wasn't like when you played the game did you use a controller or the wheel a controller for the most part those okay. wheels are really expensive oh are they they're real i mean they're like 400 bucks they have force feedback and pedals and gotcha. all that stuff so, so does it so have you ever played on a yeah, wheel? yeah i eventually got one for xbox which gran turismo is on, on on xbox but with force feedback and i've played with a wheel other racing games does it feel more does it feel like a car yeah it's cool i mean so the expensive ones again so they they have like the the feedback vibration, but they lock you in a way to where there's resistance. Okay. So when you're going faster and around a corner, you can't just even take the wheel and turn it all the way. Like it feels like you're it on the ground. You. Yeah, it yeah. fights you. Yeah. So it's really neat for people that have played these games. There's a series called Forza on Xbox, all the way from the original. You know, Bill Gates and the Rock. And I Nancy. believe it's pronounced Xbox. <laughs> so. <laughs> For, for that Microsoft system, there is uh, Forza, <laughs> there's Forza Motorsports, and there's Forza Horizon. And now Forza Horizon is the fun, I want to say arcadey, super fun. I would play Forza, I have played Forza Horizon thousands of times more than Motorsports. Motorsports is the simulation, it's their answer to Gran Turismo. Okay. And it's not fun, because I'm not... I'm not looking for that in my racing games. Yeah, that sounds boring. Yeah, and, like and, like oh, I guess I didn't have the right brakes on my car. Right. Let me go. Let me. You know. Well, it, let it me go. Your check, heads. I check, get it. I'm yeah. No. Knocking. I mean, get it. To I, me, it's not fun. Yeah. I, if it, you're into that, that yeah. gives you the. If you can't, I mean, most people can't afford to just go buy a racing flywheel and go right. buy, you know, and, and soup up their car, and especially with these supercars and and these Porsches and Ferraris. So I, if you're into that, I totally get it. And I played Gran Turismo for a long long time but once forza horizon came out i found that was so much more fun because it was a perfect combination of you still get a little bit of realism and they use real car brands and everything but also you're going in the snow and through fields and there's drift challenges and you get points for running into things and then they're like here's a speed trial go from point a to point b and you have to reach 177 miles an hour and and it's just it's so fun because there's all these challenges there's ramps and there's things to collect and jump off so it's if it, the graphics look realistic the cars look realistic they still handle more realistic but you're not on a track you're right. out in the world and you go to the different biomes you go to the snow and the desert and and all this stuff so if you've not played it if you have the Microsoft system that starts with, with an X. I won't name it because <laughs> Tom will make me say it. But if you have that system and you haven't checked it out, those games are great. And I think on Xbox Game Pass, which is their subscription model, you get a lot of their or all their first party Microsoft games okay. included for uh, ten or fifteen bucks a month. It's yeah. on there and it's yeah. super fun. So anyway, that's what I got my with the three sixty. I got the force feedback wheel, and it is really fun to have those. They're expensive, but I think I might have traded stuff in at. Funko Land back in the day right. or something and got a deal. Well, yeah, on I mean it. that's like buying a whole other system. Yeah, game it, system. Well, it, yeah, it, those. I mean, exactly. Games, especially back then, the 360 was only I think 300 bucks, and the steering wheels were 300 bucks. Right yeah. now, game systems are 500, but back then 300 was the the price. Right. right. I mean, a lot of PlayStation One came out at. Uh, Two ninety nine, and then it eventually dropped to one ninety nine, and then one forty nine to compete with N sixty four. So, like back then, they were even 
they got down to some really low prices. Right. But the wheels, because of all the technology in them, you know, they were two to three hundred. Yeah. So um, they've really improved them, though. And again, that was a long time ago. I haven't played them recently. I'm sure the feedback and everything is like super realistic now. I mean, you know, they've gotten better, but yeah, it's all, that stuff has only gotten better. Yeah. yeah. So so anyway, yeah. So this kid is, you know, he's his he's got his head in the clouds. He's playing this driving simulator. He he wants. I mean, he wants to drive cars, but he doesn't have the means to do it, like Tom said. And then out of the blue, you know, it cuts to Japan, and Orlando Bloom is at Nissan because he's in Japan. So, right. you know, he's at Nissan. Yeah, and, we want to be culturally sensitive. And, and he does a presentation to the, the people of the company, and he's saying that Gran Turismo is the ultimate simulator. Again, another commercial for the game. <laughs> and they're looking at him like, you're insane. He basically says, we want to take sim drivers and we want to put them on the track and prove that nissan's cars are the ultimate cars and that this game can teach you how to drive it's never been done before and you know it's pretty much that stereotypical pitch meeting thing and he's leaving he's like they wait until he's like waiting to pick up his car from valley parking or whatever we've decided to do it we've we've agreed on it we've approved it shake your hand it's like you, yeah. Was there a better way to tell him that than yeah. when he was about to leave? I don't, anyway, it's just a weird thing in movies they do where it's For that sure. yeah. he leaves dejected and the guy comes yeah. up. And, oh, and he's like, you left your folder. And by the way, we approved your multi-million right. dollar experiment. Just no one had the balls to tell you to your Face. Yeah, we all looked at you like you're crazy, and then yeah. you left, and in the five minutes, we agreed, we got approval, we got the funding. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, just a weird movie trope. But, but but you know, he's like, yes. I didn't yeah. like this character. Which one? Bloom? Yeah. Yeah. Because I felt like they didn't know what to do with him. Is like, it a bad guy? Is right. Good, yeah. They like, they like, because you could tell there's a moment in the script where I feel like he was supposed to become the guy who only cared about the success of this project yeah. Even more than he cared about the health of the people yeah. or well-being of the people competing, right? Or the morality or the ethics right. of it all. Like when we see him, right? Try. I mean, and, and you get where he's coming from, but also it's just not right when he's trying to say like this guy won, but he only won by a couple thousandths of a second. Like, right. what does it really matter? And David Harbour's character is like. But he didn't win. Like that's what racing is. You sometimes it comes down to a photo finish. Like, right. It, it doesn't. They don't go like, ah, oh, we'll give this guy the gold because yeah. this car looks fancy. Well, it's and like, then there's also that moment when they when he kills a guy where he, oh. he's kind of like, let's get back to it. Yeah. So like it, when Jan accidentally, yeah, it, yeah. And so like I really thought that there was going to be like a turn. Yeah. And I almost feel like there's a version of the script where there is. And then they and, said, this is promoting Gran Turismo. Right. Like this guy is the marketing department right. of Gran Turismo. Yeah, they can't like, be like, he's yeah, he was a villain. We're not going to do that. Yeah. Pump yeah. the brakes would be a good yes. uh, <laughs> thing to say in this uh, situation. But uh, anyway, so they, they, you know, he gets the, the pitch. Uh, Jan is like, uh, they, you know, they'd show a little bit of his home life, not a ton, but the younger brother's like, hey, we're going to sneak out your window and go to the party. And Jan, you know, he's like, no, I'm not doing that. And he's like, but the girl you like is going to be there. And so, of course, he's like, all right. He axe bombs his room like nothing else. Like, it's funny because the brother was in the room because they're going to sneak out. Then they don't show the brother and they show Jan like spraying the axe body spray all over him. And I'm thinking like, you know, and there's a little thing where the brother's like, P.U., but, like, where were, like, the room's only so big, like, that guy would be choking. Right. Like <laughs> he was spraying it all over. But they sneak out. They go to a party. He talks to the girl who's leaving to go to college somewhere else. They have a little, you know, cute moment, but nothing really happens. Uh, the cops show up. They all escape. And this is the scene Tom was talking about where they, he, Giannis, the sober driver, and so they all get, you know, are trying to drive away, but then the 
two of the kids are being stupid. They're handing beers out the window, passing them between moving cars. The car gets too close and clips the mirror. A cop sees it and then tries to pull him over. And then the two cars pull over together, one in front of the other. Jan's car is in the front. And he realizes the cop's, like, giving a ticket to the guy behind them. So he just takes off. And the guy gets in the car, drives out. I'm guessing the guys behind them were happy about that because they're like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so uh, he goes on a little car chase. And the the camera system turns into the view. Again, this is a clever thing if you've played the games. So most racing games do this but you got the cockpit view you've got like one out then you've got the really far away view where you can see the car and so this does like the medium camera angle to where you're outside the car but just barely above it and it tracks them you know kind of like steady cam as they're driving i feel like there wasn't enough video game stuff in this movie okay like i feel like there should like i don't feel like the racing scenes ever really pulled me in in the way i wonder if it's because you don't play the games though because to me I thought they got too cutesy with some of the video game yeah. stuff because to me there's a lot of video game stuff. And I think maybe if you don't – I didn't like the when they were pulling the car apart and putting it back together. I, I thought, thought that, that was, was cheesy. It's cheesy, but I, but again – It's funny. Like, like the, uh, the video game stuff I don't like, you do yeah. like. And the stuff that they – when they're not doing it, and isn't I that, wish they were. You're, you, isn't that funny? Uh, yeah. I think that's just the difference of playing all the games. Yeah. And so like you're looking for something else or not used to that. So – the pulling apart thing. So throughout the film, when he's playing GT in his bedroom, they show him at the it looks like a computer, but you know he's playing at the PlayStation. And then all of a sudden, this CG representation of like a blueprint diagram of a car goat model goes over him, and it looks like he's in the car. And then he's playing the game, but you see him in the car. Like I thought, the visuals were really cool. And this movie's directed by Neil Blomkamp, who you know did uh, one good movie, District. Nine. District 9, but then he did Elysium, he did Chappie, um, he was going to do an Alien movie, which I was really excited for, that got scrapped. Yeah, even though I didn't like Elysium or Chappie, I was kind of like, like, I'm doing an Alien movie, mm, okay. District 9 was so good, I saw, so Dist- good. I saw District 9 in the theater, I think I had to go to the Art House Theater to see it, and I loved it, I mean, yeah. I left that movie so excited for what that guy was going to do, Right, because that movie was so good. And now he's just trying to prove, I can make a normal movie and yeah. not screw it up, Yeah, and he I- did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, like, it's, I, like I didn't. I mean, I will never watch this again. But it was fine. It's for not what a it great was. movie, yeah. but I thought it was very entertaining. Yeah. You know, it's a good story. So yeah, I, it, overall the movie is totally fine. And so hopefully he'll be able to do some. You know, I I would love for him to get creative again, like he did with District Nine. It's just Elysium and I, Chappie's weird. I like Chappie. It's weird for sure. I'm not gonna doubt yeah. that. I'm not gonna. It's totally weird. Um, but I would like to see more original things. Like this movie was very cookie cutter. This is your underdog story, whether it's a hockey movie, right? It doesn't it doesn't matter any sports movie. This is your underdog sports movie, yeah. um, and, and it's a formula that they make them because it works. And true stories do happen. Kurt Warner's story, right? Yeah. Like he's working at a grocery store and becomes Super Bowl MVP, right? Like it really happens, and it's an underdog story. People love them, so you know no. Like, no knock on him for telling this true story and telling it well. It's just I do want more District 9s and Chappies, if not exactly Chappie. But you know what I mean? I I want the creativity. I want the weird sci-fi stuff. So um, hopefully I'll get more shots at it. So he's playing at the computer. The car goes over him. And so during race scenes, they'll kind of do that in reverse, right? So he's actually in a car. But where we saw him in the bedroom, CGI car blueprint model over him, putting him in the race, they take him out of the race, detach the car, 
in reverse and then kind of show him like what it was like simulating this in the bedroom. I liked the the representation of that. I like how it put us in his head and how he was able to cope with the real stuff and remember what it was like doing the simulation and the software. And I don't know. To me, that really worked. At first, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is a little... I, I get what you're saying. It yeah. is kind of cheesy, but also I think it was a cool way to get into his head because it's hard, I think, to represent, especially if you don't play games. Right. You know what I mean? What you're doing is you're seeing someone play a screen, and that's very hard to be exciting. Yeah. And so to see the mechanics of the car and what the game allows you to do and picking parts apart and everything, like I did think it was a neat representation because that's one of the number one things I think video game movies struggle with is how do you show people on the big screen playing a video game without making it boring, without just showing a video game? How do you put what the player is seeing? And so anyway, it is what it is. They get in trouble. The dad finds out he wrecks the car. He brings them to – he works at the train – yard and they're coupling trains and stuff and the dad is basically saying you're wasting your life blah 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 Jan gets mad and it's interesting because like the dad isn't even like he's a good guy like we said and he you know Jan wrecked the car took the blame and then he allowed Jan to just walk away from him right he's like and the dad's not like go get a real job in the train yard he's like you're wor- I'm wor- you're working in the train yard so you can see that it sucks. Yeah. And like go back to school and get a non train yard job yeah. because this is awful. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then you know they get into an argument and Jan's like I'm out of here because meanwhile his friend's texting him and his dad's like what do you got somewhere to be? The fr- the friend that works at like an internet cafe but they do play the racing games there. He says there's this new contest and he tells him about the uh, Gran Turismo Academy sponsored by Nissan and. And the, the competition, they're going to take the best sim drivers, like the top 12, I think, 10 or 12 sim drivers from around the world. They want someone from each country as rep, you know, rep to be represented. And so there's going to be this big championship. And you got to enter. Like, this is your chance to really drive cars. And so the thing's going down, of course, when he's at the train yard. And so he's able to walk away, like, pretty non. I thought it was going to be a big deal. But he just told his dad off and he just goes. Right. I'm like, yeah. oh, that was he got off pretty <laughs> easy on that one. Okay. You know, he gets there. He, like, laughs last minute is like i guess they take their shoes off i've never played video games without my shoes on he takes his shoes off to go in the racing thing i yeah. don't know why like i mean driving a normal car you're supposed to have your I shoes th- on I, I, th- I think because he's playing in his bedroom and like when you're sitting oh, around the house to the, you don't okay. have you know you don't sit around the house with your shoes that on. makes sense so he would have the same feel as when right. he's practicing because it would make a difference the yeah. pressure okay cool i, I was just I, that was a little funny like take your shoes off before you play the racing game right okay. yeah good call so he competes and you know again it's you know, video game in a movie, you know, it's down to the wire. He's almost going to lose. And then he ends up winning. I can't right. remember, but he, no, he does the things, but he like, yeah. And like a split second photo finish, right. Blah, blah, blah. Foreshadowing for things to come certainly yes. in the rest of the movie. So he gets into the Academy. Meanwhile, Orlando Bloom is trying to enlist all these, who's going to run this Academy. We need a real race car driver. Well, real race car drivers don't exactly respect video right. gamers, right? Nobody's going to walk away from a, a real established career yeah. to, to roll the dice on, on this group of ragtag ne'er-do-wells and and also you get it right like again this is not like a bad guy thing and i know they sometimes try to represent people being jerks but you got to understand these people are out there for their entire lives and careers risking their lives in real cars right and if you got get a guy playing video games coming yeah. in it sounds like a dumb idea you're gonna and go like you i don't... have to assume that it was eventually deemed a dumb idea because 
I, I don't feel like they're still doing this, right? Like, this guy did it, and he still races well, professionally. But they're not still it, taking video game kids and putting them behind the wheels of it, cars, right? Right. It's a, I mean, not that I know of. And it's a crazy idea. I, once they saw the risk of it, I think they're like, this is the, like, the one. Like, it worked out by the grace of God, just right. barely. People were hurt yeah. still. I like, was going to say, by the grace of God. Well, I think there's a family well, of a dead guy well, who might feel a little absolutely. differently. Now, and, you know, I'll we'll, never drive a Nissan again, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and we'll get into or, that. But they're driving Nissans for free the rest of their lives, right. depending on the settlement. It worked out, you know, based on true story. You know, it, but, but they're not doing it again because the risk, as everyone in the movie said, is too great. You're taking people that don't know what they're doing, and I get that they're, they are wrongly downplaying the skill of these sim drivers because throughout the movie Jan is fighting with everyone saying I have I've put more time into these cars than you have on the track driving them in real life because he has access to every right. car every track every part even if you're a race car driver to a certain extent like you get what you can afford or your team can afford and there's only so much time they're going to let you practice on the Absolute, Le Mans track absolutely yeah. which is weird when they just the next day just let drivers drive their car onto the Le Mans yeah, track to, to yeah. look at their accident sign I, that was a little weird because I'm like who right. you can't do that yeah. anyway so the point being like I get both sides but I do not think the racers for all the now there's obviously there's the there has to be a D-bag villain yeah. who is ultra mean and ultra terrible, and he's the villain, right? But for the people giving him guff or were a little bit unsure of the idea, it's because it's a crazy idea, and they've put the time into it. So I totally get both sides. But to Jan's point, he's put so many thousands of hours, and the simulator is so good, as we've been told many times. It's right. a very good simulator. So – uh, Orlando Bloom's scratch. Well, and I think yeah. something that if people don't play the games, they I wouldn't have known this, but that the tracks they're racing on, they are replicating those tracks 100%. within the game. So like they're he, not going to Scooby Doo fields, right? You know, like, they're, they're, so he's very intimately familiar with yeah. the courses he'll be racing mm-hmm. at the professional level. Mm-hmm. So I mean. You can. It's not a crazy argument. I, it, it, well, it, simulators in right. uh, in the military, right? Yeah, airplane simulators. When you become a pilot, flight simulators. They, yeah, s- simulators have been used. For- I would think that in today's world, there probably isn't a racer alive that isn't playing. Grand Trans- right, Turismo. or some kind of simulator. Just to familiarize themselves with the tracks. Why would you not? And, yeah. and uh, your, your time, money, like you said, access yeah. to these things, especially because you know these racers probably have a $50,000 rig where they're in a car right. with a seat belt. Like, they've got all the devices and the panels right. and the feedback. Like they're, they, Yeah, they're doing it on different equipment. But they're... So yeah. Why would you not? Right. So a simulator has been used for space and military and simulators are have been used for a long time. And there's no reason to think Jan using the simulator is not training him because that's a lot of right. times how people are trained. So Orlando Bloom scratching people off the list. and He gets to the very last guy and he writes, you know. NFW, no effing way right. about David Harbour's character. So David Harbour was a race car driver. Like Jerry, he was a race car driver. <laughs> he washed out because we don't know. It's a mysterious. Yeah. We don't know why he hung it up. But he, he was a race car driver that never made it to the big times. But he had the shot. He was one of the best drivers, this legendary racer that hung it up, and, and no one really knows why. But he's now a mechanic. Well, no, I feel like everybody knows why. They just don't, they just tell, don't tell us, us okay, or okay. the main character of fair, this movie. Fair, fair, fair. Who, We're in the dark. Who apparently... Sony phones, not only do they not play 
MP3s. <laughs> they don't have Google. They don't have Google. Yeah. Like, are you telling me this kid wouldn't just when they were? He was like, "Oh, that's his story to tell you." He yeah. wouldn't just be like, "Google, boop, boop, boop." Yeah. Oh, you killed a dude driving. They use, and they honestly, use Ask Crash Bandicoot. That's yeah. the website you have to go to. <laughs> Ask Crash. Yeah. And honestly, like. I didn't even need to Google it. I was like, well, clearly he killed a guy while he was driving. Yeah, he like, was really good. Why would you quit? Yeah. yeah. like this. <laughs> <laughs> so so he doesn't know why. We don't know why. But anyway, he's working for a mechanic for, I don't even know. We're just going to call him Villain Race Cars, Inc. I, yeah. we, the, the bad guys of the story are- Racer the, ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they're way, they're they're big like the people with all the money have the racing team. They're the, it's like Ivan Drago, you know, right. like they're they're the bad guys that are all about training and they're hard on their kids and they're they've got all the money and the resources. And when they get mad, they throw their helmets and stomp on them and break them. And you know they're just jerks. Right. They're rich d bag people. And so he's working as a mechanic and people are treating him poorly because he's an outsider that is you know washed up in their eyes and he's just doing the mechanic stuff so they go to a dinner one night and we see a scene where the the d-bag main racer kid on the team is taking a turn and we see david harbour notices he doesn't take it right and at the dinner when they're all celebrating he's like you know you should have pulled to the left or decelerated around the turn whatever he says something to him and the guy is like i didn't ask for advice from you old man or whatever you yeah know, whatever so they get into a conflict and even though david harbour thinks this whole plan is crazy he's like I'm going to show him. You know, he's got that thing where, like, I'm not going to work for these a-holes. So he calls him up, says, I'll take the job reluctantly. And I've done some research because I was curious how much of this is a true story. Yeah. I could find stuff, and I didn't admittedly dig all that hard. Okay. But I found lots of stuff about whether or not, like, the the main guy, Jared, Jad, what is it? Oh, uh, Jan? The Jan, main, like, there oh, we go. Yeah. About his story. And, and it, from his vantage point, this seems fairly true i like when they show the photos at the end and you're like yeah we created a lot of stuff from yeah. This. yeah and the actor looks like them yeah they did a good um, job but um i couldn't figure out if this guy's story is yeah that. i you know i admittedly myself i i had not a lot of time i did not look up a lot about the true story so i yeah. will have to leave he the- feels like a made-up character yeah even I- the name feels like a made-up <laughs> character Jack, Jack Salter. Sla- yeah. It just- Jack Slater's from uh, Last Action Hero. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jack Slater in this movie. That would be interesting. Yeah. So he gets him on the team. They show up to GT Academy. It's the thing with the, you know, he's he's a real hard ass. Like, this guy is, you know, he's... Uh, he doesn't want to want to. He doesn't want to get anybody killed. He doesn't. He, yeah. he's, he's very skeptical, and rightfully so. Right. And he's, you know, he's tough on these kids. He's training them. They're, you know, they're... they're one by one they all leave right Right. so they're doing they're in real cars they're all i wish i wish they weren't all these white nissans like i wish they changed them up a little bit every car yeah because it was hard to tell who was winning yeah because the cars all look the same and they're these really awesome i think it's a nissan skyline but give them a different stripe or something a different color right why can't they each have the white with like a red stripe stripe or a blue stripe or yeah and i don't know if that is because they didn't know what characters they wanted in each like they filmed the whole bunch of stuff and yeah it may have been for ease of like we'll just show the white cars doing this stuff right and stunt drive like they didn't want to maybe coordinate at all but anyway they're all in these cars and they're doing they're going around cones and they're starting and stopping and you know everyone's doing really well but as people like they crash or they don't do something right he's basically like you're out you're out you're out and there's a really close call that jan has he actually has david harbour in the car and they're driving around the track and he they're racing with all the other kids and there's this i think his name is matt for some, maddie i don't know why i remember this character the usa kid he's, cocky. he's white 
no. Nice, Kevin. No, he's nice. he's he's cocky, but he's not a jerk. But he is a little. He's a Top Gun Maverick. He's that Glenn Powell character. He looks he's, like he would be a, one of the Franco brothers. I seriously was like, do they want Dave Franco? He, yeah. I thought the exact same thing. He looks just like him, but uh, he's cocky. But he's like the guy that's gonna be a good guy later. You can tell it's that archetype, right? right? Yeah, Glenn Powell and Top Gun. He was cocky, but now he. You know, saves. But when the time is right, he will do yeah. the right thing. Right. Yes. So, so he's this is like the number one guy, and he's going to win it all. And he's, you know, he's doing whatever he has to do. And he in in uh, Jan goes to overtake him, and he ends up like trying to close the gap and stop him from doing it. And so instead of putting on the brakes, like David Harbour's like, slow down, slow down, whatever. And he's like, I'm trying to, the brakes aren't working and they crash into the barrels and no one's injured, but like, you know, they're going fast. It could have been really bad. And, and you're like, God, he's going to be out. And David Harbour's like, you, you can't do that. You have to either, you know, if you're going to overtake someone, you either do it or you slow down with enough time. You don't change your mind while you're doing it. I, you know, I don't remember right. the line, but you don't, that's not how you do it. And commit. He, yeah. And he says, my, my brakes were glazed, which it, is a thing that I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's bad. I know it's bad, right? My guess is that means that they were, f- like, frozen, like they wouldn't work, because, and I don't know what glazing is, but... When brake pads are glazed, the brake pad should be replaced. Well, no. <laughs> glazing compromises and ruins the friction material. The calipers and hydraulic system should be examined for mechanical problems or failure. If glazing happens often, the driver will need to evaluate their driving style. But no one says what glazing is. Yeah. I, I just have no, as a non-car guy, even though yeah. I've played these games, I don't remember Gran Turismo ever going, oh, your brakes are yeah. glazed, let's change them. So, I, The brakes have been heated to the point that the material within the brake pad hardens and smooths. That, okay, so that's what glaze. Okay, it's so just like you glaze a, like a ceramic thing. Like it's so, been heated up so hard if, that it's... If when they say you evaluate your driving style, I guess if it happens a lot, you're riding your brakes too yeah, much. They're heating up and turning hard so your brake, your the discs won't yeah. like, uh, uh, go against grip. the pad. To, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's okay. like, yeah. That's what I thought. So if I, you're riding your brakes too hard, I think it, you, then you're, you're, a, you're a pussy. Oh, there you is go. Is what they're saying. They're saying, don't be a pussy. Yeah. Are you actually a, saying, either be a pussy or, or don't, don't be a pussy. But don't be in the middle. Don't, you be, have to ha- don't be half a pussy. Commit. Yeah. Just commit. Which I think, that's a hate crime. Is it? Telling someone not to be half a pussy. You're allowed to be that now. Oh. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> Kevin's like, note to self, remove that this, in editing. Yes, I will look for, <laughs> why did I freeze for five seconds? Like, oh, Tom is saying something I have to remove. So to show you, like, this is another movie language of saying, like, Jan is really good. Because even though he's only ran the simulator, and also Gran Turismo is very good. Because Jan knows his brakes were glazed. Right. And it wasn't. His maybe someone else's. I don't know if they all drive the same car. Unclear. But the point is, the car had a mechanical failure. He, Jan blames it on the car, and David Harbour's like, <laughs> "Nice try." Like but you would even know what suck. glazed yeah, bro- you brakes play, feel like. You play video games, and again, this is another thing to show yeah. you. Like Gran Turismo is the real deal. Like I don't know if it does this, but they're telling you. Right. Like even people and, playing the game. But and I would get even if. Even if you were willing to accept the idea of a simulator, I'd be like, "Well, how does it even let? How do you even get the feel of glazed brakes in a?" No, controller? I'm guessing what it means. And actually, the parts I think do wear out, and you have to change them in some modes. Yeah. I, I could be wrong, but I've played games like this. So if your car isn't handling well, you can check it, and it will tell you like the percentage that you've used of the brakes, and you need to right. change them. So in a big race, actually, you do have to pit, I think, and change those things. So gotcha. That's how he knew. So to show you that Jan is really good, he's like, "No, I know this. Like, you need to trust me." I I know what I'm talking about. Jack says, 
you're out if if the brakes aren't glazed you're out basically like right. you better hope that you're like know what yeah you're if you're about. if yeah if you're right then i'll accept this if not then yeah yeah but you're on thin ice either way so they he checks him out the uh, mechanic drives the car he comes back and he's like kid was right they were glazed and so you know and, and he has like not quite a smile because i mean this character is very much not a fun loving guy you know and, and I think, but he is he does have a moment of like okay well yeah. this kid actually knew a thing which like, is like yeah i guess a video game of this caliber can do something and i have to say i think david harver gives an excellent performance in this movie i think he's very yeah, good he's, yeah is this character i i don't know i think what i think is that to have a video game movie like this, and I know this is a real story with video games around it, but in general, it's just hard to have a video game movie and take it seriously, the subject matter. And, yeah. to, you know, it just... I will admit, when I saw the trailer for this movie, and then they're like, oh, we're taking the kids to play the video games, and then at the end, they're like, based on a true story, I was just like, oh, boy. <laughs> like, that's not yeah. a true story. Like, I was completely dismissive yeah. of that as a, as a notion. Sure. Or I thought it was going to be one of those things where, like, there was one guy that became a race car driver that, in an interview one time, said, said I like, I play Gran Turismo. <laughs> Based on a true Right, exactly. Like, I thought it was going to be that. I didn't realize... The kid really did. ...how much of this appears yeah. to be a true story. I mean, I think the actors do a good job. I think David Harbour's the standout. I think if you had an actor of a lesser caliber, like we said before, like, if you don't put David Harbour in this movie, I think it's going to lose something that makes it feel really grounded and he gives a performance that really makes you it's relatable it's like you, you he is not phoning it in no yeah he, he's the voice of reason yeah he's like you know saying things that even though you want the main character to succeed you're like yeah this guy like knows what he's talking about it comes down to the final race there's like three people left it's the last day they have this big race and there's a photo finish this is what we talked about earlier where it's maddie from the u.s and not then, dave franco not dave franco and Jan and Jan hammer and it's a photo finish, one one thousandth of a second. I mean, it's right there. And they have to go to the replay. And David Harbour's playing it back, play it back, play it back. And Luckily, he's like, Sony cameras oh, yes, are, of course. have high frame rates. Super high def, high yeah, frame rate. So. Well, I'm sure they do use some really good cameras in, in this situation. <laughs> but uh, he's like, Jan did it. And then before they announce it, Orlando Bloom's like, wait, 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 wait. Are you sure this is what we want? And David Harbour's looking at him. And again, like his acting chops. I mean, I really like this performance. He's looking at him like puzzled. He's like, what do you mean? He won. And then he's like, yeah, but but one one thought like Maddie's so good on the mic. And this is a mark. This is about and, the marketing. And, and like, like, I don't think Orlando Bloom's character is wrong. I mean, you know what I mean? I, like, it's, I, literally, like, I get what he is. Yeah. Saying, he's like, but, the, the difference is negligible. And this kid, the other kid is going to be better in interviews selling the concept and the product. This whole thing is a marketing campaign. So, like, I get where he's coming from, but, you know, fair is fair, and Jan won. And in racing, because Orlando Orlando Bloom is in the marketing department of a video game, right? right? So, like... He's doing his marketing thing, but he's not on the track. He's not racing cars. And in that world, and I, I mean, I'm not super into it, but I can at least understand. I watch a lot of cars, right? Cars yeah. plays a lot at my house. I understand. You know, Lightning McQueen does that photo finish sure. at the end. I, yeah, I it's, learned it's very good stuff to, for learning about this. But, you know, you could also make the argument that, like, Jan kind of had a good day at the right moment in time. Overall, the other guy had been better. But like, like, day, uh, like but the day of the race, yeah. When it comes but it was down like to day it. in day out, the other guy had been better, and and he beats him by a hair yeah. in this one 
particular moment yeah. in time. Like I, I don't. I know we're supposed to be rooting for Jan, but like I, I'm not convinced that that was even the, necessarily the right choice because the other guy had day in day out been the better. I driver. get what you're saying, but you know, but by you hired David but Hart, you, you hired set up to- a system of metrics, mm-hmm. and this is how, what we're going to go what, with, right? Yeah, and you, so if yeah. that's what they're going with, he's not going to lie, especially when he's running the thing, and he's like. He's just looking at him like, yeah. you know, like he's Hellboy. You know, he's and, looking at him like I'm. And I will also say they would have to go lie. Yeah. Right. right like, like that would, you know, and I think we all know if there's one thing corporate America oh, doesn't do, it's lie. Never. Absolutely people. not. Yeah. This but, isn't a movie thing. They would yeah. never. But, but there's a big difference between saying that, like, we know you won, but. Overall, we're going to give it to this other guy because you know. But imagine they, the PR nightmare of that. But they would have to actually go down there and lie and lie about who never, actually won. Yeah, yeah, and then you'd have a whole room of a whole room of people that, who, saw, that the saw who really like, won. Yeah, it would be a scandal. I mean, Orlando Bloom would have to think about this for five seconds before he'd realize it won't work. He can't. Once right. everyone's pushing back, it's okay. I got no horse. Yeah. So anyway, Jan gets it. Long story short, he basically they want him to compete in like the real racing circuit, like Le Mans and all these big things. But you have to have a certain racing license to enter those races, right? They don't want anyone to show up right. that has money in a fast car and be like, yeah. "I'm going to race Le Mans." Like, no, there's people's lives at stake. Obviously, you're right. driving. I didn't realize cars went 300 miles. Okay, I thought one was doing. Was it like 377? Yeah, and, and and I seriously thought, and from playing the games, and I'm. My recollection was like 200 is super fast and they go that fast. When they're going 300, yeah. that's mind blowing because they say you're going to have more G's than a rocket ship taking off, a spaceship. Right. And uh, I just had no idea they were doing 300. That to me is insane. Same. That any yeah. human can go around corners. And I know they're not doing 300 around the corner, but going into it, they're like, they're, yeah. they have to slow down and everything. Like, just for your and, body. So, to be, okay, what are they doing? 250 right, around or the 200? Yeah. <laughs> especially in those low, like, Le Mans uses, like, the F1, the short stock car, not stock cars, that's Daytona, but formula cars, I guess. Right, yeah. And uh, they're low to the ground, and those things go so fast and handle so crazy. But anyway, they need to get his license so he can do the main race because the whole PR thing isn't like, we can have amateur race car drivers. It's like, no, we're going to have a guy compete in the big races. So he has to get his license. So he's entering all these little, and they're not small races. They're big, but, you know, they're like a minor league circuit. Right, they're minor league, but it was still a very big deal. So he competes. His first race, you know, goes decent, but he messes up because the jerk villain driver is there at every corner playing dirty, right? He hits him. He's about to get his fourth place, and he clips him, and he ends up finishing 17th. And they're like, oh, it's okay. It's your first time. But, you know, race after race after race, they're jet setting around the world. They show you. I like how they show him go up in the rankings. They just show little snippets of the race. They show his placement. He's getting like... 14th and then you know 11th and then didn't finish he got in a wreck no one was hurt but he got in a wreck did not finish he got ninth place i don't know i'm making these numbers up it's just right. he's getting but he's getting better and better and better right. but it comes down to the last race of the season and they're not like they don't have the money investment they're not doing season two of gran turismo academy it's like this right. is a one and done thing yeah. like make it work and so there's one race left and if he does not finish fourth place he cannot get the license they're not going to keep doing this like it's over for Jan and the stream in the program so it comes down to the last race and you know he does it he does it right. i don't know it, it happens he the bad guy almost gets him but i think the bad guy makes a mistake and like blow like hit there's two bad guys and he does the thing where like there's three in a row and he puts the brakes on and they 
get almost in a wreck and then the the bad guy flips his car over yeah, or something, like, right? So somebody takes a corner too fast and crashes and then debris cracks his windshield. Okay. Yeah. And then and then he has but to he's, still he's able to finish the fourth. race. But the bad guy actually like crashes and does some crazy stuff. Yeah. And anyway, f- comes down to the wire. He ends up getting fourth place. So he gets his license, everyone's celebrating, and it's on to the big leagues. And they pull the girlfriend, not the girlfriend, he calls the girl he likes, and she's kind of been following him here and there, and she's like, I was wondering how many Facebook messages I'd have to like for you to call me. You know, it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a cute relationship. It's a fun little thing. Um, we get a scene here straight out of Bad News Bears Go to Japan. Remind me, because I was thinking something was similar, and I can't remember what it was. There's the whole scene where Kelly Leak, just in the middle of the movie, goes on a date with the Japanese girl. Yeah, that... And, and, like, and there's just, like, two minutes montage of them on a date yeah. in Japan. That's, <laughs> yeah, that stuff was a little cheesy. I, yeah. I wasn't so much into the date of it. I liked the relationship, but when they went out on the thing, I'm kind of like, oh, this is, feels out of place. There's something weird this. About just this. felt, like... Not necessary right. to the movie yeah, at all. I, I agree. They were yeah. trying to give him a little humanization and have you care about the relationship, but it just in the middle of all this stuff, it just felt kind of weird. But anyway, I think this is when he picks up the the. This is where he gets the Sony MP3 Sony, player. Sony, not a Zoom, <laughs> not a Zoom. Yeah, MP3 player. They, if they used a Zoom, that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> but anyway, so he picks up the thing. So they're at a race. It, it's. Not is it Lamont? No, Lamont because that's Lamont's like I'm the sorry. final. It's they're at. Uh, I don't do. Does it say what the? Well, I mean, Kevin, they're at the Nuremberging Norschdischleit. Oh, oh my! How could I, I shouldn't forget? have to tell you this. I know. I'm so sorry. I, I've. That's what happens when Joe isn't here. I played Gran Turismo. What a shame! I should know all these tracks. So they're at the thing, and uh, but he comes around uh, the Flug Platt's corner. <laughs> Oh my gosh, was it Flood Platt's Corner? Yeah, I don't oh. even understand why I have to tell you all this. I know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but uh, and but his his car goes airborne. So they show you Chekhov's wind forecast. Yeah. They show you it's a very windy day. Yeah. And so a freak accident occurs on Chek Chek Platt's Corner. Flood Platt's Corner. Flood Platt's Corner, of course. Yeah. And the car picks up. He's going like 200 miles an hour. Basically, like the villain is even like, he's backing off because he kind of knows the, like you shouldn't be going that fast like, right. he passes the guy up and the guy's like what the and i mean Jan just has red in his eyes he wants to beat the bad guy that's been screwing him over the whole time and he floors it and he's going like 300 miles an hour well there's a little hill and then the wind picks up and his car goes straight up vertically yeah. and it just flies through the fence and everything and there's people there and they're all scattering guess uh guess gran turismo isn't as good of a simulator as we thought <laughs> I don't think we can blame Gran Turismo <laughs> for that one. I think Jan was a little overzealous on this. Uh, well, but if you're overzealous, the game should penalize you. No, it will. I mean, you can crash in that game. Well, then, sure. why didn't this car ever lift up on Flug Platt's corner? It probably did. But, see, this is the human, and, and, and this goes into what everyone else was saying, was it's like you can't account for everything, any simulation. And, yeah. actually, it's kind of the moral of the story, which I want to get to, which is kind of weird in the very end. We're almost there. But it's like no matter how good a simulation is, there is something to say about yeah. doing the real thing. I and liked when his car is uh, airborne and about to kill a guy. There, there's a shot of him just hitting, trying to hit reset. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want to start this working? lap over. There, like in video games, a lot of times you can do a rewind, and it gives you ten <laughs> seconds back, so you can redo the corners. You yeah, can like not in like a big championship mode, but especially in practice, when there's you, a rewind. When you're still and you let, can learn, learn, yeah. yeah. So anyway, big car wreck. I mean, it's just huge, and it's really emotional. Like again, because of like he kills, he kills a guy. Like he, and and we should say like I'm being flippant, but like in real life, he kills a dude. So this is all. This part, of, part is geez. absolutely true, and I will say to his credit. Jan, as as we will learn, is a stunt driver on the film. You know he's involved with the making of the film. He, he had in, to race he, that track. He insisted he, that they put this pl- as a plot point in the movie. Wow! Because he was like that happened, and yeah, and like he's like if to just pretend like it didn't is kind of sleazy. You can't erase that person's life. That yeah, was lost. I mean, like, you, a- you, but I mean, but they could, but they didn't even say the person's name, but. so they kind of did but maybe that family didn't want that it's hard to say but you know to just sugarcoat it and we talk about this in biopics all the time sanitized sanitized yeah biopics or they're boring and they're not the whole story yeah and so to their credit it seems like again i didn't do as much research but it seemed very true to, to well, by research i read one wikipedia page hey that's 100 percent more research yeah. than I did. <laughs> so <laughs> i saw the clips that looked the yeah. same and they looked very similar <laughs> so anyway he has to deal with that and it's a really good scene it's a whole you know david harbour has started to really care for jan over these races and, and they've formed a friendship almost like a fatherly bond type thing and his performance is really good both actors do a really good job but you know you feel the heartbreak when david harbour is racing and trying to catch up to jan and make sure he's okay and he wakes up in the hospital you know and uh, jan is like what happened did anyone get hurt and they're like yeah unfortunately one of the bystanders and you know orlando bloom I, he's not trying to be bad but like he's saying like that's what this translates into it's like the seats where he's at the section is called like you know Watch your ass lane. Yeah. But but the seating. In German means watch your ass. That's not exactly. So they were seating. That area is the caution zone. Like, you know, there's splash zones and there's danger. Like, you can choose. Like, if you go to sit in this area, watch out for foul balls, right? Right. Yeah. If you're in that seating area. That's why tickets for Flug Platt's Corner were available on Groupon. Right. So so he kills the guy and he's basically like I'm done I'm not doing this anymore like and I get that and and, and the actor Archie gives a really good performance and uh, you know and, and you know that struggle and this is where the audience learns what happened he takes once you know a couple days pass and his parents are trying to call him and all this stuff and it's a really dramatic like the the mom is giving a really good performance and the ginger dad, spice no way yeah. is it really mm-hmm. oh okay I couldn't tell who that was yeah. what's her real name. Jerry Hallowell Jerry something. Hall- yeah, okay. I, she looked so familiar, yeah. but I couldn't. Okay. And, uh, you know, the dad, Damon Hansu, is like just stone-faced because, you know, he just like doesn't even know what to think. Like they yeah. saw their kids in an accident. They're halfway around the world. Not halfway around the world. They're far away. They can't right. do anything. And, yeah, I keep thinking America, right? We're so like American-centric. I'm yeah. Like, they're not in America. They're in the <laughs> it's UK. Must so be it's far away. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, he a couple days pass or whatever, and we realize David Harbour's like, I'm not going to, in his head, he's going through i'm not gonna let what happened to me happen to this kid right uh, so he takes him back to the site of the accident and he's like i was racing and not in the same spot but he's like i killed someone yeah and i hung it up i couldn't do it again and he's like don't like i could have been the best but and he's I, like now i regret it yeah i went you know like there, there are, i never got to find there out. are inherent risks in this sport mm-hmm. and you know and that that's just and, and don't let that stop you. Or if if it does stop you, 
make that decision knowing what you're giving up. Knowing exactly because yeah. you'll never know. I, yeah. I I could have been the best, and I'll never know. And you have the opportunity, and do you want to find out? Basically, yeah. And so he's like, take the keys. And so uh, again, like that's nice. They had a, the day after the race and the accident. There was a <laughs> bring your car to the track, right? <laughs> so he gets in his. And I was weird. He's driving a Porsche, and I'm like, that's really weird for a movie that's all about Nissan. I know that they let hit the. David Harbour character drive this Porsche, totally different car brand. I guess maybe they could sell a different ad, but yeah, I don't know. They've really focused. Like I know that's a Porsche yeah. and I'm calling it a Porsche. I'm not calling it a Porsche. <laughs> um, so anyway, but he gives him the keys. He lets him drive and you know, Jan gets his confidence. You can see like he's going to finish this thing. Uh, and so they're like, and Hey, he kills another guy. <laughs> no, he does it not. Was awful. So Orlando Bloom's like, Hey guys, I'm glad you're back in it. I'm excited. You know, that's great that you're back into it. Bad news is Nissan wants to pull out and wants nothing to do with right. this risk anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out corporations don't like it when you kill people. No, they don't. That's their job. <laughs> so uh, they basically say, like, we've got one last shot before you can compete in any other of these whatever races. They want to show a team of sim drivers racing Le Mans. Again, I don't know. Uh, Pody, like, uh, finishing. One's what do you call it? Placing on the podium, like, One, yeah, first, second, or third place, right? Met, gold medal, whatever. I don't meddling. I don't know what. They, the, I think they keep saying like podium. being on the podium, yeah, yeah, which means like the Olympics, first, right. second, or third. So, um, which I would call meddling. I'm trying to think of like a term for racing, yeah, like podiuming. Okay, so winning? so winning one of the winners, one of the winners. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they want a team to race, so they get. Mr. So, first, second, and they get second so and third. Bring in not Dave Franco bring, and, and yeah. other and, <laughs> and friend. Yeah, and the other guy. Yeah, um, Spanish guy. And, and I think this is true too. Like I, because like I, they did this. Yeah, because wow. like I know that the uh, that other guy is like is now also a racer, wow. and they brought him in because he had been he had been racing professionally right. at a lower level. So he had spent all this okay. time. He was still racing. So like if. And you know how good he was because he was the right. other guy. And so, but he he did end up racing professionally because, cool. like, if you think about it, if they were all just kids, well, they wouldn't have been driving for like a year at this point. Yeah, they would be really rusty. Right. So, like, the movie doesn't. I don't think really explains this. But when I no, when don't. I looked it up, but that he had been he had been racing awesome. this whole time. But so, it's, and I think he is also still a racer to oh, this cool. day. I think. Well, it, and it's really exciting. You know, as far as movie stuff goes. I think the race scenes are all pretty exciting. Um, I don't think they're like the best ever filmed racing scenes, but they're, they're competent. Yeah, but but they're they're fun. They're entertaining. They yeah. had me, you know, eating eating my popcorn. This movie did not be, need to be over two hours long. No, it, it was it, like two oh six. Was it okay? And it, that that was this movie should have been like a minute. Like an hour fifty. Okay, yeah, I can yeah. see that. But but uh, they're you know they're exciting, and this was a good movie moment, and it's cool that it really happened. They're like, we'll call up the other sim drivers, and this is it. Like the the only way that they're ever going to continue with this program is to see if a team like is this a fluke or the other sim drivers can they actually race place at we Le Mans? Wanna, yeah, we're we're really worried about the fact that you killed a guy. So here's Let's what have we're drive thinking: twenty four hours. Let's bring straight. in more amateur people and make them race for twenty four hours nonstop yeah. and see if they kill anybody. Yeah, I don't. I, it's a very strange logic, but yeah. I guess it happened. I don't really understand the. It ex- appears to have happened, yeah, but I, I, I don't. I, I, get I don't the... understand Nissan's logic. Yeah. we will only greenlight the sim racer program. We're, we're worried we about make one, it but even risky. Yeah, so it's strange. I, we but... know the guy who was the best in our program killed a guy. What's the <laughs> second best guy going to do? What? Let's give that a. 
<laughs> Give that a shot. Yeah. Um, those lines weren't directly from the movie. That's a commentary. Just just so the listeners are clear. <laughs> it was a deleted scene. <laughs> so they have them It's an exciting moment. It's a good scene. Uh, you know, Le Mans, I mean, this is a real race. 24-hour Le Mans. Yeah. There's, uh, I know it's a big race because I've heard of it. Have you heard of the video game? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so there's 24-hour Le Mans Dreamcast game, which is really good. It's a really fun racing game. So Can you actually play it for 24 hours? That just seems crazy. I mean, I don't know. I, I but never I guess the have, racers but... don't actually race for 24 yeah. hours because they take shifts. Yeah, they probably have some way to yeah. skip or break it up or whatever. But anyway, but this is a real race where the team of drivers, I think they said no one can drive for more, more than, than 14, 14 hours. hours. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I remember that because it's been like two and a half weeks yeah. since I've seen this movie, but... For some reason, that stuck in my head. There you go. They take shifts, and there's not like a sequence they have to do it in. Like, I don't know, in some sports, it's like the first person goes, then you have to do whatever. Right. It's like, they just take shifts, and as long as it doesn't total up over 14. So, you know, they, they're they doing their thing. The, the rain, the weather changes, all this stuff happens, day, night, all this stuff. And it comes down to the very last hour or two or whatever the spanish guy is you know the third place simulator driver is getting really tired he's kind of lost a couple places and they're like jan you want to bring this thing home and he's like yeah i'm ready oh and, and jan goes through a crisis of faith he's driving oh, he starts flashing back to killing someone and he slows down and snaps out of it when there's a moment where david harbour brings his not zune and starts playing kenny g it's an in joke where he jan pumps himself up by listening to classical he music like, yeah like kind of reaches his zen state which yeah. is also true okay and yeah. and, so, yeah, and they said at the end of the movie he listens before every race yeah. to kenny g and uh what's her name and Enya. Other, Enya, yeah uh and so anyway uh, david harbour can't snap him out of it he plays it over the radio jan gets really mad and upset and david harbour's like you mad good let's win this thing and so anyway um changes shifts the other guy's getting tired and then the next day you know he's like yan bring this home he's like i'm ready so he gets in the car does his thing and then he ends up finishing third well he wins by not using the the racing line okay okay this is the thing if i had one complaint this is my biggest complaint besides all the advertisements and all that other stuff okay Gran turismo is such an excellent driving simulator the best it's the best driving simulator so you should not take its advice and drive on the red line, which means don't do that. That's how you win the races. Doesn't that seem like an exact opposite yeah, it, endorsement it of the simulator? Yeah. I was shocked because playing these games, they show well, you what turns they would, not to take. I would thought they would have made a bigger deal because in the beginning of the movie, they show him not doing what the game recommends. Yeah. And he makes a comment about how, well... This is the way. This is a way to to beat a guy. He goes, but sometimes you crash and die, and you just have to start over. And so I thought that they'd play on that. That it's like yeah. he was taking a risk doing it because obviously in a video game, if you crash and die, yeah, you start over. I mean, this it, is Obi Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker. Right. That's what this is. Yeah. It's the whole scene is him putting on his blast shield right. and and just feeling it. You know, and yeah. Obi-Wan saying, feel it. And, I, and it course. says he broke a lap record. I don't think he did. I I looked up lap records, okay. for, uh, and I could not find. And, and sure, this has been 20 years. It might have been broken again. 
I couldn't find anything that seemed to indicate he actually did it. Again, not a sports guy. That was just me doing a quick Google. I could not find anything that seemed to indicate he had actually broken a lap record. It just seems weird for with all the accurate stuff that they would put that in if he didn't break something. Agreed. Especially because by saying that, you're also kind of stealing that honor from whoever actually did it. I would be interested to see if they did it. Yeah, for sure. I just don't know if I missed Um, it. But I thought this was weird because, I mean, I get that it's a simulation and that's cool in a game to think outside the box and all that but if Gran Turismo as they've told us is the best of the best you can't go like oh don't listen to it because it's like well the best would tell you no this is the best there is no better than the best yeah so I thought it was a very weird conflicting message that Gran Turismo is so good but follow the red line that it tells you not to take and you'll actually win but again it's the whole you know yeah use the force and but I will say there's always things like that in games where it's like there's the way that you should always do it but sometimes there's these little quirks of, of the game but I get it when it's not a world-class driving right. simulator. But, uh, but also, is... like, just because it's a quirk of the game doesn't mean it works in real life. Right. But remember, there was a guy just a few months ago that did something like that from a video game where it was, like, in the final lap, and he just, like, hit the outside wall and, like, gunned oh. it and was, like, scraping along the wall. But that ended up... But he won... It, it, because and they were like, and he was like, "Oh, I I learned it playing a video game." He said the name of the video game might have been this. That's oh, right. I don't know. Yeah, but and the, and now they were like, "Should we get rid of this move?" Because it's kind of dangerous. He, like he deliberately sure. crashed his car into a wall he he and then, used it as like, yeah, a, yeah a guide. Okay, to like yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. It just felt a little weird. I'm not saying it ruins the whole thing, but in my head, it was making me think like I'm surprised they put that in there that to yeah. not follow the right. Yeah, it did seem a little odd. Yeah, and but, he, so he comes in third. Yeah, so he hit the podium. They Which the what they don't tell you is in his class. Oh, <laughs> like he's not third overall. Oh, he's third in his class, and so okay, uh, so he didn't win third place at Le Mans. Like no, overall, he came oh. in ninth. Oh, I looked sneaky, that up, sneaky, movie. and it was like third in his class. Oh, so sneaky. they have all these different. Different types of cars. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Or whatever. I know in, in Gran Turismo, you play Class A, Class S, the supercar yeah. class. You know, there's all the different classes right. of cars. So different cars compete, and then he won third of the whatever car. Yeah. Was, okay, okay. But yeah, he was I third mean, in still class. an incredible achievement. For sure. By for, a team of video game players. Absolutely. Uh, simul- absolutely. Sim drivers. But Honestly, you know, the yeah. fact that they only killed one guy is an achievement. Wow. I like, not again. It's horrible. It's but horrible that the guy died. I'm, But I'm saying, the fact I'm surprised it, they didn't kill more people because on paper this seems like a stupid yes, idea the fact that the program did not go catastrophically wrong right they didn't kill themselves in the drive i mean yeah i can't believe one of these sim drivers at gran turismo academy didn't just crash into a wall and set on fire right for like, real like those cars like those cars are hard to control oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah like it's crazy agreed so i mean yeah I, it's a really neat moment you know uh the the family's all there you've got the family the mom the dad the girlfriend the friend from the cafe so they're all there cheering them on and they're celebrating with him and it's a big nice movie moment you know david harbour's happy and he's kind of gotten out of grump mode he's become part of the family and they're friends and he's you know warmed up to this whole idea and and yeah, and they show all the like, uh, you know, Jan did this in real life. He's still racing. He was his own stunt double in the movie. They showed pictures of him like they redid Damon Hansu and a little kid by a car. Yeah. And then they show the real picture of Jan and his dad by a car. And like they, they recreated things very accurately. They did. They showed the real Jan and the actor next to each other on set. And uh, yeah, it was just uh, and the, the dad in his, in his soccer jersey and everything and I mean, I enjoyed this movie a lot. I didn't love it. It wasn't perfect. 
but I left it being thoroughly entertained. I was impressed by how well they followed the video game. I I was relatively indifferent on this movie. Yeah. I which I think is probably the best I could probably yeah. hope for. I, I, it's not I, my, I don't really care about sports. I don't really care yeah. about video games. And I was just like, was okay. it was fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it kept my interest. I, I do think it's interesting for someone that doesn't play the games to, to have enjoyed it. Like, yeah. I think that's a good sign that, you know, whether you played the games or not, don't think this is like, oh, I have to play the games to understand right. it. No, it's a very accessible movie. For sure. And there are those things like the Easter eggs for the nerds, for the people that have played the games, all those things are in there. And I think it does a good enough job where you get it like they show you him playing the game and breaking into the simulation like it's the the language the film conveys right hey this is a game mechanic and and it was clever the way they i mean those camera angles i'm telling you the way they recreate them you wouldn't know not playing the game but like the way they pull out from the car and you can choose different angles and where the camera sat i mean it just it was a perfect recreation oh that's cool which is cool that they put those little things in there yeah Yeah. i mean you need to if it's going to be based on the game sure you need to have some connective tissue Yeah. yeah but it was fun so, okay. Well, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the shortened table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And you may have noticed last week we dropped the pilot episode of Circle of Wizards, which is myself and Matt F. Basler. Well, that's doing... a circle. Well, I mean, two points is not a circle. That's a line. No, no, no. no. There's a circle. Around... We're, we're in the circle. I mean, I just, I'm not very good at math, but I remember that much <laughs> from geometry. No. Two points is a line. So, Matt F. Bosler and myself, we talk about video games. If you listen to the episode, you'll understand the title and why it's called Circle of Wizards. Line of Wizards. <laughs> but you can go subscribe to that now. Uh, the first episode you probably heard on the Real Spoilers feed, but there's a you know feed for Circle of Wizards. So it's on Apple. It's on all of them, really, except for Google is being kind of weird. Maybe by the time you listen to this, it will be up. But I had to manually add the link to yeah, my Google Yeah, Google takes podcast. a while So I, reason, I think yeah. it will pop up, but on the Facebook post, if you're – you don't have to be a part of the group, but if you go to facebook.com slash real spoilers on the post, I have every like Apple link to the podcast there, the RSS feed to put in your Google if you want to add it. So check it out though. If you're into video games, I mean, I know we talked a lot about it coincidentally on this episode. Yeah. It's a good, uh, you know, tie into the episode. This will but, be episode two of line right, of wizards. Ba- <laughs> basically you've you've entered the circle so anyway check it out it's a fun i mean we're talking about old games mainly but there's going to be some new stuff sprinkled in and you know if you're a fan of matt it's going to be a regular show with him on it so okay awesome and you can find me on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe you can find the show online facebook.com slash real spoilers while you're there like the page join the group and of course don't forget our patreon so that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time Hunt's gear shifter breaks. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.